can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can go write it and we'll do it live. There you go. We're live. That's it? We're on? That's it. We're on the show. Hey, turn your um, phone sideways. Like that? Go. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, it's much better. Okay, perfect. So, so what's, what's up? up? Nothing. Just driving my golf cart around at my parents' lake house. Falling. Falling. Shot call. It's a trailer house, so. Whatever. It's on a lake. Yeah, you guys want to you want to see the water? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll take you guys to the water. We're on a, This is a live tour. We're live. We're live. Scranny did um, a handstand on his skateboard live. Uh, I'm not that uh, I'm not that talented. Mm -hmm. Holy crap, this thing road walks. I'm trying to drink a beer, do a podcast, and uh, hold my phone at the same time without breaking the law. Sounds like you already did. I did do that. You're sitting still and drinking beer. Are you drinking a beer? No, I'm drinking tequila and water. Ooh. Ooh. That's just a tequila talking. <laughs> I ain't scared. <laughs> I ain't scared. <laughs> Remember those stickers? Uh, ain't scared? Yeah. S-K-E-E-R-E-D? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't tell what, how that originated, but I've never not, I've never felt like I needed to say, ain't skewed. <laughs> never been in that position. <clears throat> I think you're lying. I think oh, I get you, scared, but yeah. I don't go, ain't skewed. Yeah, I do that, get scared. I get scared about a lot of things. That's why you don't say you ain't scared. Uh, why don't I say That's why scared? you don't, because you are scared. Well, I feel like people are scared even though they're saying that. They just don't want people to know that they're actually fearing something. Hey, where's this water, bro? It's a long, it's a little bit of a haul. We're <laughs> way. But eventually. It's coming. Um, we're on our way. So, for people who don't know, we're with Blake, Bo Hipman. Blake Shipman, and he has uh, B. Shipman Films, and he makes many uh, extreme motorcycle jumping videos. Extreme! You're extreme cheddar! You're even uh, filming extreme trucks now, aren't you? Yeah, I do. These guys out in the middle of nowhere. He's in Oklahoma with his shitty internet. We don't know what you just said. Your internet Look at that water. Broke. Your internet broke up. We don't know what you said. How about now? I see the water, yeah. And you're there too. Can you can you can you hear me? <laughs> you're there too. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I can hear you. So you uh you film for you film a lot of monster truck stuff. Yeah, a lot of monster trucks. 
still a lot of off-road things. My gets um, my my suspect for action sports, things like that. You're gonna have to drive back down your long road I'll towards your house. Hey. I'll find one second. <laughs> The problem is, the audio people are like, fucking A. People keep breaking up. Yo, is that, uh, speakers above your head? You got the booming system? Say that one more time. Is that speakers above your head? Yeah, this is, this is a, uh, a golf cart with a stereo in it. Shit, yeah. That's your fucking lake trailer. This is my mob cruiser. I just mob the streets of our, our little geriatric park here, and I make sure that everything, everyone in is in bed by 7 p.m. That's good. Is that what you're doing right now? You're just yeah, I'm patrolling. Making, I am. I'm making sure that all these people are good to go with this 4th of July. It's funny that every time we talk about nonsense, your internet has no issues, but anytime I ask you an actual question... Suddenly, it freezes for like the next 30 seconds. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Ask me something serious. Try, and I'll, I'll try to answer. Okay. We'll go with the same question that we already tried. You okay. uh, obviously started out filming motocross. That's how we know each other. Freestyle motocross. Right. Yes. And then now uh, you are filming a bunch of monster truck stuff from what I That's see correct. on the internet. You went silent there. That's what I see on the internet, is you filming Monster Truck. Yeah, so uh, I do. I film the Monster Truck, uh, Monster Jam shows, and I do the highlights and everything like that. And um, all the bio videos. A lot of the uh, content that you see online is me and a couple of buddies of mine that we go out to the events and we produce all that stuff for the show. Uh, that's pretty much what keeps me going throughout every week. How about the commercials and stuff? Since January. How about the commercials? Do you do their commercials and stuff too? or? Uh, they use some of our footage for the commercials, but that's all done in-house with uh, their production team. And uh, So we're subcontracted out, so we actually just kind of fly into the events. And then once we're done, we fly home. Right, and you probably um, film, edit, and give them their footage right there that weekend before you leave. Right, yeah, we have to shoot and produce everything uh, from Saturday and Sunday shows if we have them, and then get those done by Monday or Tuesday. So everything that we shoot from Thursday to Sunday has got to be done, wrapped up, and finalized by Tuesday. And then we fly out Thursday and do it all over again. Sweet. And you've been doing that pretty much constantly? I've done it. Monster Jam, this will be my third year. And then uh, before that, I did Supercross. Before that, I did Arena Cross. Um, but the most I've done is uh, the Arena Cross and the Monster Jam stuff. And then I've done a handful of the, or a couple of Monster Cups. Um, I've worked for GoPro producing the, or no, I didn't produce anything. I just had to collect the cameras from like Ryan Villapoto and Jake Stewart and all those guys for GoPro had to, send that footage to TV, so like your, their lap around the track would be from the cameras that they wore, and then I shot uh, a couple of rounds of outdoors for Lucas Oil, producing the pre-show stuff, 
Um, I've done a handful of things for ESPN, like X Games and Colton goes to X. They usually call me up and say that if they want something produced ahead of time, they'll call me up and I'll go out and go to his house. And a little two-minute interview here and there. Um, haven't shot a porno yet. been asked a lot of times. But it's coming, I'm sure. Why eventually. would you bring that up to me? Do you think that I'm trying to uh, set up porn shoots or something? No, because in the last 48 hours, I've been asked about if I shoot porn or not. What's your price, Blake? For porn? Man, I don't know. <laughs> like a guest appearance, I guess? No. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, are you asking legit, legit question for like normal services? Legit, if somebody wanted to have you, no, I'm saying like you don't know about porn, is there a price on it? Somebody's uh, like, listen, I'll give you five grand, you're like, I'm all up in her cooter filming. Uh, for five grand, I will film almost anything. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll almost film anything for like four grand. <laughs> Maybe three. Depends on what it is. I mean, we're really kind of riding the line of like what I will and won't do at three grand. Well, but still. so that's my point is it's more like a, um, what's your like when people used to call me for shows and it, I knew that the guy was a pain in the ass and the whole setup sounded frustrating. I would just put a really high price on it. And then if they go for it, it's worth it. Right. And if they don't, then you don't have the hassle of dealing exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah, I could see that. It's hard to do when in my position, though, because, like, I don't, I, I, well, it's not as hard as your position, because yours is, like, way more dangerous. But, uh, like, mine is, it's, you have this almost, uh, if you quote yourself too low, it's almost like people think you suck, and that you're not, you know, you're, you're not, you're worthless if you quote too low. Yeah. And then if, if you quote, if you quote too high, then you you obviously are going to scare some of them off. Uh, but the ones you get, when you quote them that high, probably assume, which I hope is the case, that you're like quality and that you, you know, you're yeah. worth that, whatever they're paying. Yeah. Or whatever you're charging. That's, I mean, that's the thing is prices are just whatever you set for yourself. And for a long time, like I was... Uh, higher than most other people but people paid it because they knew that i was going to bring good riders and we were going to do what we were supposed to be do and not be pain in the ass yeah i think being easy to work with is a major uh being you know just easy to be around is a major plus especially in what we do in our industry because i mean i've worked with a handful of guys that are really good with a camera but nobody can stand to be around them so it's kind of you know, you're not going to get the best performance out of anybody that's supposed to be on camera when they hate the guy that's producing their work. Right. Huh. How many guys do you employ for that? Uh, I don't employ anybody. I try to do as much as I can on my own, unless, like, it's an MX for TV video or something like that, like a feature. But for Monster Jam, it's usually just one guy's there that shoots everything, and then... Uh, they sometimes will bring in an extra guy, but yeah, for the most part, I usually shoot everything by myself. Um, but so then you only do one event a weekend, obviously. I was thinking that maybe you had multiple uh, people filming at multiple events. 
Well, so... Uh, I mean, not because if, there's more than one grave digger or anything. Obviously, there's only one grave digger and one Max D. So, yeah. you're just not at the other shows filming the other truck. Right. No, they uh, they asked me to. They asked me if I would go from uh, go from city to city over the weekend. You know, like Friday be at this show, Saturday be at this show, Sunday be at that show, and fly home. But there's no way. I mean, that's like flying every day all weekend. Yeah. That's too much. And then you got to take all that footage and edit it up and get it back into them. And... Right. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, it's a ton of work. It's like you've seen some of it, like especially in the beginning. Like it was... Uh, it's a lot of work trying to piece that stuff together, especially to make it worth a, worth a shit or some sort of a story. Right. You're trying to find a storyline in Monster Jam? You're trying to WWF up Monster Jam? Dude, honestly, everyone thinks it's like that, but it is. it could not be the furthest. Like, those guys are so competitive. Like, seriously, I, I wish that they would let me film the stuff behind the scenes because I'm telling you, there's there are some good stories, like... The drivers, man, they, I mean, there's, I can think of a few, I don't, I don't want to like give any names out because they're like stickers about that, but there's uh, and I don't want to say anything wrong, but there's a couple of drivers, man, I'm telling you, if you, if you sent me like to their house for a week and then do an event, just follow them, I would love to produce stuff that like, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but the show on uh, HBO called Hard Knocks, it's about NFL. Uh Uh-uh. Dude, it's crazy good, but it, I would imagine in, I would want something about Monster Jam drivers, but built like something like that, super cinematic and serious, and really shows how these guys are, because they're some pretty crazy guys, I mean, they're, they're really good drivers, they're not just out there faking it, just like everyone thinks, like what you said, the WWF thing. Well, they're, they can I mean, still drive, but I mean, I think that to an extent, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I haven't been around the Feld game that long, but like, you know, maybe maybe they're just they just stack the trucks they want to win. I mean, I guess that's what happens, right? Uh, because you know, Grave Digger's always really good. Max D's always really good. I mean, but I think that they just um, have good drivers, especially now they're putting the drivers in all the trucks, so. They can kind yeah, of and they're starting to, they're trying to find a younger demographic to come out and drive. Yeah, so they're trying to, um, well, I think a lot of that is probably paycheck as well. Yeah, I don't, I mean, the, the stuff that they're starting to do now, like on the ground, just on the black ground, it's insane. Like, oh, no, I agree, I the backwards wheelies and shit like that, and stop yeah. up on the thing, and then yeah, it's a different, it's a different style of driving for sure now. I love that they're using those, like, I've always thought of, I've always kind of wondered why they didn't use that stuff as a fun box instead of just trying to air it out all the time and break your shit up before you even finish your, you know, your run, like, at least go out there and try to, like, I, like I, they finally started doing the nose wheelie stuff, and then uh, they started doing the bicycle wheelies where they kind of run over a car half, like, with part of the truck, and then they bicycle around the, uh, the stadium floor. Uh-huh. Like, they're just now getting into that, and uh, I can't, I mean, it's exciting to see what some of the guys come up with. It seems like it's something new every weekend. <laughs> That's cool. I think that monster trucks have needed a um, some kind of evolution to it. 
edginess, like yeah. a, like, well, like how yeah. long can just have big old tires get you by? Right, yeah. I you mean, gotta do something cool with it. You can't just romp around the, the floor anymore. You gotta yeah. and rev it up. You gotta have some skill and some technique. Yeah. Um, who's that one guy, Outlaw or something? He had, uh, it's man, like an older there's dude. So many, there's so many drivers that I don't know. Well, and the only you. reason that I'm bringing it up is because his uh, truck, he sat um, right behind the motor. Like, and the motor was in the middle of the, the truck or something. And he yeah. sat, like, right behind it. And somebody said they watched it and they could actually tell, like, that his truck was kind of more, uh, more stable and stuff. I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know. I've never heard that. It's possible, though. It's just an independent guy, which they're about right. gone, so who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. They, uh, they definitely have been pushing it. Have you, uh, have you seen any of this stuff on TV lately? No. I don't really They've watch it. It's pretty wild. I mean, I went to, a, um, I've seen some stuff online, uh, and yeah. I went to, um, uh, Kuzno and, uh, Connors. Yeah. They, they work the show in, um, Newark. So yeah. I went down there and I hung out with those guys after that and I watched the show and shit. Yeah, I've seen those dudes there, Sean and Kuzno, uh, they work on the ATVs and the, and the Razors. Yeah. How about that? I bet, like, that's the thing is that they're paying those dudes. They just dropped it down from, like, uh, let's say, you know, three riders, three people to play zombie to one. You know what I mean? They cut their, their employee budget down by, yeah, by uh, two-thirds. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's a lot of... Uh... It's a lot of work I've seen. I'm just glad I hit record. That's all I do. Yeah. Um, but that's just the triple threat shows, right? I mean, the stadium right. guys are not driving. They're just solely driving uh, driving their monster truck. Right. For everybody that was wondering, the noise is Blake driving around his halatial uh, lake resort in his golf cart. No, I'm still, I'm, I'm chilling now. You're I'm just chilling hanging now. out. But for people that are just have audio, they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that noise in the background? Um, so let's get back to what you actually, you still go and shoot a bunch of, uh, I saw a funny video that, um, Forkner posted, me and Blake Shipman on, uh, people to enjoy nature instead of just watching us or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, like a cool he uh, walk you through how those come out. Is that what you want to know? How those come well, out? Well, you, you, uh, what, just, they're riding at Raynard's Raceway? Yeah, uh, Raynard Training Complex. He's got a, he uh, trains Faulkner? Say that again, you cut out. Who, that's who trains Faulkner, is, uh, Raynard? Uh, he trains down there quite a bit. Um, they ride out there a lot because he's got a bunch of fast guys out there on a normal basis. And, um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what they do is just go out there and kind of treat it like a school. Put it, put some laps in. He keeps a track prepped. So, I mean, it's a pretty big size track. I mean, they've got it. It's like an outdoor style. 
a lot of elevation change and huge booters. Where is Forkner from? Missouri. Okay. So that's how did he end up in Oklahoma? Because uh, he rode there a lot on minis, and Fortner had a, a Fortner. Or I mean, um, Raynard always has a bunch of guy, uh, kids there, like their parents stay uh, stay out of the campgrounds, and they kind of just train at the track all summer when they're out of school. And I think Fortner did that for quite a bit. And then um, he wanted to ride with like guys like Bogon 250Fs, I guess, whenever he was still on. 85s or minis, and uh, so, I mean, it shows, it helps, because he was killing it at Monster Cup, and now he's doing awesome in the 250 class. Yeah, yeah he's pretty, uh, he's pretty consistent, at least. He's st- and, I, and, I mean, he's top five, top ten all the time, you know, but he's always there, so that's a good yeah. sign. Yeah, he, uh, he, I mean, Supercross is, I, Whenever I watched him at Supercross and he would take some spills or even at the practice track at Raynard's, like, you, it's, I'm sure it's just a nightmare trying to tackle that thing. I'm sure PC makes a hell of a motor too and he's like trying to ride it all over the place and those dudes are tiny. Like, all those Supercross dudes are so small. They're like professional worker outers and they just get as tiny and as and small as they can and they get on a bike that's got how much horsepower? weighs how much and they just fly on it and then throws them on the ground and they get right back up like no big deal i'm sitting here in a golf cart sweating my fat ass off breathing heavy smoking cigs bro (laughs) smoking cigs and drinking beer they're not doing that they're training right now are they you were like listen guys i can't come and film you i gotta get drunk they all joke that I, they're like, you're getting in condition to ride the dunes some more, are you? And I'm like, yeah, dune shape, bro. Um, who else do you, you film, uh, Trey Kennard? You, uh, have done some, uh, Ronnie Mack stuff? Yeah, some Trey Kennard and some Ronnie Mack stuff. Um, oh, you were talking about, uh, earlier you were talking about trying to, put a story together like last minute and uh so i showed up to raynard's i text trey and i was like hey are you uh, are you riding this week and he said yeah we're going to raynard's this day and this day and i said okay well i'm gonna try to come out and shoot and he, was, he said okay and so we showed up and uh the first thing i asked whenever we, everyone got there like fortner benny bloss and uh Trey showed up and I said, uh, "Are you guys? Good? Have you? Who's going to hit the big booter in the back?" It was like this huge table they've been whooping off of a lot lately. And uh, I said, "Who's going to hit that?" They're like, "Oh, it's been cut out of the track for outdoor practice." So I kind of took like it kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit. My whole idea for that day just went you know. So Trey like just recently started riding again. So he. Uh, he got out on the track, and like I said, Raynard's always got a bunch of fast kids there, or just, you know, they're not, not really all that fast, but, you know, they're out there riding around, they're pretty good, pretty quick, and uh, Trey just popped on the track and was just passing kids, like, it was just funny the way he was just riding normal practice, but, like, passing eight-year-olds like it was nothing, obviously, and so... I was just sitting there watching, and I was like, "This could be a, this could be like a skit, or you know, this could be kind of funny." 
And so I told Trey, uh, I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, do you mind uh, doing an interview? And he was like, nah, man, I don't really, I don't really feel like it. And I was like, no, it's for a skit. It'll be funny. You just, you just pretend to be serious and you can say whatever you want. He was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And so he was super into it. And if you can get those dudes to do something funny, like, or if you want them to film, get them to do something funny and they're, they're in. It's like, I mean, everyone wants to do something fun. And it's fun for me. It's fun for them to make them. But anyway, just like thinking of stuff last minute, put together. I know it's not like a necessity that I have to film and produce something just because I showed up. But that was my goal. I kind of put off the dentist and everything just to go there. So wanted to make something of the day. How did your teeth fare that? Uh, I haven't gone back yet. This was just a two week, two weeks ago, so I'm still within that range to go get my my teeth cleaned. After two weeks, then fuck it, What's, you just don't go. No, I'm not asleep. I'm on a, I'm on the phone. I'm on Skype. Missed what? Oh no, it's all right. <laughs> all right, sorry, man. Was she saying you need to go and hang out with your mom? No, she said, I guess everyone's uh, cooking. I missed out on dinner. What? This yeah, man, they ain't without right. me. This doesn't sound right. How did you miss so, dinner? I don't know. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. You've been drinking. You've filled up on Bud Lights. You're all right. <clears throat> I'm not complaining. She just notified me of that. Uh. So you just go out and film the dirt bike stuff on your own free time then, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, um, let's see. There's been a couple of uh, recent dirt bike videos that I just post online for fun. But uh, sometimes, like, for instance, if Racer X or, uh, I don't know, some tire like Maxis or CST wants to hire me to shoot a rider, and then there's a bunch of other riders there at the same track. I'll just kill a bunch of birds with the same stone, you know what I mean? Like film the tire stuff, film the merchandise or whatever it is I'm there to film. And then when the other guys are ripping around, I'll film them. I'll go home with obviously the the objective mm-hmm. and then with some extra footage to promote more stuff. It's even though it's my job, it's still my hobby, so I can go home and mess with that. I'm sure that Dr. Dre still likes to mess with beats too. He said, fuck that shit. He took his $800 million from Beats, Beats by Dre, and he didn't do shit. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm hopeful that he does. Ever since that movie, Straight Outta Compton, I feel like I know it. Yeah. That was a good movie, man. Have you not seen that shit? Yeah, I did see it. I thought it was great. Have you seen a Tupac movie yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Me neither. Um, when's another Biggie moving co- movie coming out? Because I'll watch that. Biggie's going to be in the Tupac movie. Oh, shit. All right, I'm in it. Dude, um, I remember la- whenever I stayed with you in Douglasville, I, this is crazy that I remember this, but uh, I remember that Iron Man 2 had come out and we went to the mall and we went to go see it at the theater and they were shooting Big Mama's House 3 there or some shit like that. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Was I there for you that? Don't re- you don't remember that? That's crazy. 
That's yeah, funny. we were so bored. I think it like rained or something. We were so bored one day. We just went to the mall and went and saw Iron Man 2. Shit, yeah. I do remember seeing Iron Man 2. Because I never even saw one. <laughs> so That's that must funny. have been the only one that I saw. So, um, But yeah, like, uh, what's his name? Tyler Perry? Yeah. He bought, like, so much land in western Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, coming our way, or the way where my house used to be, uh, like, he owns, like, a bunch of land down there. And actually, um, Walking Dead is all filmed right there, like, right by really? my... Really? Yeah, right by my, uh, where my house was. That's badass. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think we had some people come out to the farm where the course was. Yeah. And they, um... We're, like, people looking for land for uh, movie shoots. So, basically, they would pay you if they end up shooting on your land or whatever, which nobody ends up sh shooting there. That's, but. that's crazy. Yeah. I like The Walking Dead. Good yeah, show. it's good. Good Hey, I'm going to see if there's some dinner here. I'm going to eat and drink at the same time. Oh, shit. Hey, is dinner ready? Close? I'll be back. So they lied to you. That little lady lied to you. Nah. She did. Man, are you, uh, are you, so do you do a lot of these podcasts? I looked them up on YouTube and stuff. Have you done a, a bunch of them? I saw Brody was recently on. Yeah, you're number 15. Number 15. And I did a couple before that. I was doing race companions, which sometimes we do. So we'll yeah. watch the race live and just sit there and talk about it. Um, like, we did Vegas. But uh, I find it hard. I work all week, so usually on the weekend I want to kind of do something. So Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I don't... I just... I feel like... If I'm going to do something, I need to be really consistent, and I feel like I can't be very consistent That's at that. That's why I did it with Nick, because it's somebody else to be accountable, although he's not here tonight. He's getting drunk with his family. Uh, normally, though, I feel like, because I have somebody else to hold me account, that I'm more consistent with this thing than anything else. I also enjoy it. I like uh, drinking with Nick via the internet and and talking shit. I enjoy talking yeah. shit. Like, did you want me to hold the phone sideways? Did I, did yeah, I screw I did. that up? Yeah, you did. Don't Sorry. worry. It's only 30 minutes just wasted. Is that how much time we've wasted this whole process? Yeah. There we go. It's been entertaining. You've been talking about the jams of Monster. Yeah. What? Oh, you... I'm trying to think of cool Ronnie Mac stories. I, I never really get any. When I was on the Pulp and Mac show, they never asked me anything fun about Ronnie Mac. thought that was weird. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Some funny Ronnie Mac stories. Oh, everyone thinks that it's Trey Kennard. And uh, if you actually. It, it's not Trey. There's no way. If you, um, if you listen to the Ronnie Mac Tech Tips video. In the uh, in the very end, there is a scene. Well, throughout the whole video, there's ping pong going on in the background. That's Trey. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't think it's track. No. Never People, did. People, that's the craziest, most ridiculous thing ever. That it would be Trey? Yeah, that it would be Trey. No, he's got uh, too many real sponsors. Yeah, he, well, I mean, so does the guy who does Ronnie, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's a little different when you're in that big of a, I don't want to say, what's the best way to put that without hurting anyone's feelings? Contract? I mean, yeah, yeah, contract. big contracts, you know, Honda, fucking... <laughs> Now, what is he, uh... KTM. KTM, yeah. I mean, full factory. Those are all yeah. big contracts. You can't be, uh... The beer man. Ripping yeah. around. Ripping around well, 69 I mean, on your bike, drinking beer. Even assuming that Trey would drink beer or cuss, that's, uh... That's pretty funny, too. You know, They don't know much about Moto if they think that he would do that stuff. Right. Well, they don't know he, about him. I don't know the guy, you know what I mean? I wouldn't assume he'd probably... Yeah, I don't know him at all. I my take on him, yeah, is probably he's not a probably big a big big drinker. No, I don't feel like he would him. have an alter ego that's just about drinking beer all the time. Right? Yeah, I mean that's like that would be like the most genius thing if it ended up being Trey and I didn't even know it. That would be like the biggest, most best practical joke ever played on human humankind, mankind. Espalon? Espalon? That's my favorite tequila. How do you say that? Well, I like it just because if you knock it off, then it's just Espo. Espo. Like half your name. There you go. You got it, man. Uh, Esposito. <laughs> uh, Espalon. Spelunking. I don't know what the, that thing above the... Um, yeah, it's all backwards. That thing above the O, I don't know. I don't know what that does. Espolon, Espolon. Maybe that makes it es, long. Espion. Espion. There you go. Espion. Um. Shit. Have you gotten to shoot any freestyle recently? Uh, I shoot freestyle demos at like the Monster Jam stuff. But um, other than that, man. Nobody rides freestyle around my house. Like, have you heard of Justin Mize? No. Justin Mize rides freestyle. He's out at Kenny's house. Anthony Murray rides freestyle, and he's out at Kenny's house a lot of times. Yeah, but, Murray's I mean, doing. Uh, Murray's throwing it down right now. He's trying to make a make a go at it. Yeah, he's uh he's been doing front flip stuff, and he's got uh, some upside down tricks. He's been doing the flare stuff for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that surprised but, uh, me. That was the first thing that I saw when he started doing flares. flares. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah, then, those like are crazy, said, man. Even um, Flip Tricks, he recently Dude, started throwing how, down. How about McNeil's uh, quarter pipe seat grab whip? That was insane. Yeah. That was so crazy. That was so rad. Like, when I saw that, I was like, it's just like one more of those things where you just sit back and you're like, good God, like, when is it going to stop? Yo, never, because it's just like anything that you do enough becomes muscle memory, and then it becomes second nature, and then it becomes easy to expand off of that. 
you know, think about it. He probably jumped the quarter pipe so much that it became easy. And then he's like, what can I try? And that's how like all, you know, 99% of tricks progress, at least in the very beginning. You get bored with something or comfortable with it. And then you're like, oh, let me try this or try that. I mean, now it's obviously it's become a thing and everybody just sets out to what's the fucking craziest thing I can think of in my head that I think is possible to do. Right. But I'm sure. And, and not for that much money. Yeah, not for that much money anymore. It's amazing, isn't it? Dude, I remember talking to like Bartram back in the day, and he would say like they were getting forty or fifty grand a flip. Like when Metzger first landed it, and the yeah. first like three dudes before Andy Jones came in, and yeah. So Metzger, I think he was the first. Obviously, I I heard he got like sixty grand first time that he ever went and flipped somewhere, which was like I think a European Supercross or something. But I heard, and I don't know, that he got like sixty grand. That's crazy. And, and then it it quickly dropped to thirty. Nate started like uh, Nate started getting thirty or something, which you're like thirty grand sick. It's still half. Yeah. It's still half. And then yeah, there was the whole debacle with the uh, IFMAs and everybody that was flipping kind of got together and said, hey we're not going to flip because they don't pay enough on this tour. And then somebody goes, I can win one. And then rip to flip. And then there you go. Yeah. See, now that is a perfect example. Like that's a good way to, to compare to like monster jam maybe because like there is only like the fans don't care. You know what I mean? Like they don't care what's risky they just want to see some gnarly yeah and a lot of the times it's uh what's up oh are you okay we'll, we'll come check it out be careful <laughs> we'll see y'all okay Everybody knows everybody. Um, we'll see y'all. So, so we'll like be Monster Jam. <laughs> they, they is like that. Um, so like Monster Jam, they'll have a bunch of drivers come out and like, you know, maybe some of them aren't necessarily good enough to do some of the flip trip, the flip stuff or anything like that. So the guys that are going to flip are going to come out and get a better score, obviously. Right. Even though the, the guys who can flip aren't going to flip just because. Are you talking about in the trucks? Yes, in the trucks. Okay. So whenever it was time to like come out and win a competition, but like take home the same amount of money no matter how good you did, they wanted that, they wanted that, uh, that bragging right. Right, yeah. And yeah. literally this person is a train wreck of an individual and is completely out of the scene right now because of their methods of business. Are you talking about in trucks still? Or the person <laughs> that Freestyle motocross tied now. him in, yeah. Well, I don't think that his methods of I don't think that helped anything, but there were some other influences uh, that probably didn't help out any. Yeah. Well Let's just say judgment calls were a little questionable. A little questionable. We are being super vague for you people at home, so that we don't. 
<laughs> somebody had a, a uh, issue with some substances, and uh, it was a bummer deal. But that kind of was the uh, <clears throat> the end of the end of. You know, it's funny to me. It's weird to me, like. People ride fucking motorcycles and then get into, you know, pain pills or whatever. And, like, I know some people that get really fucked up and ride. And I'm going, how in the fuck are you alive right now? How in the Me hell? Too. Like, it's scary enough normally. I certainly don't want to be, like, super fucked up trying to... I've been hung over enough, which was bad Dude. enough. I shouldn't have ridden... A lot of times, because I was way too hungover. Dude, I've, we've, I know, like, I've got, I know a guy, I can think of one off the top of my head right now, who won't ride unless he is, like, completely messed up, and, like, I've never tried to ride under the influence of any kind of alcohol or anything, but I have tried to walk, and it's difficult, and I know that that's, uh, <laughs> if it's hard to walk, I'm not going to try to ride my 450 or anything. Dude, well, the thing is that once you put so many hours in sober, it becomes normal, and then you can do it a little bit. But you're still, in any event, you're still being, you're still not at your best. And no. And you're definitely making it so that there's more opportunity to get hurt. You know what we should talk about, man? Something that we would really be good at talking about. Sure. And we can bring it. We can bring it up too. Is uh, remember when we were in California for like those two or three weeks, and they were shooting the movie Bro with Bo Manley and uh, Colin Morrison. Yeah. So like, did you? I never. I have actually never seen that movie. What? Well, they don't have it on Netflix anymore. It was on Netflix what? for a while, but they took it down. They took it off of there. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, have you watched it? Yeah, I've seen it. What'd you think? I mean, it is what it was, you know? That's not a good enough answer. You have to say what you thought. Pretend this is like a fucking Marvel movie. Yo, it is what it is. It was what it was. Like, fucking, like, uh, I don't know. You go and watch, like, um, Step Brothers. It's stupid movie funny. Yeah. It's funny, stupid. It's not funny, funny. It's not Beverly Hills Cop 2. It's not Beverly Hills Cop. You know what I mean? It's fucking Step Brothers. Like, why is that your, why is that your, your go-to, this Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop, Cop 2? How many times have I ever mentioned Beverly Hills Cop to you before? Never. Never. <laughs> I just thought of something that was, that, that was actually funny back in the day. Beverly Hills um, Cop is a funny-ass movie. Yo, Eddie Murphy was the man. Uh, let's look at the premise of the damn movie. What what did you expect it to be? You know what I mean? The fucking... If, if, it, if it were me, I guess I'm more uh, particular, I guess. I don't know. If it were me and it was my project, I would have... Uh... Here's here's. Let's start right here. <sighs> Would you have done a dirt bike movie named simply Bro? No, okay. no, I wouldn't. Okay, there you go. Okay, touche. If you're going to name a dirt bike movie Bro, 
you're probably going to write the movie, bro. <laughs> okay. What would you – give me – I want you to think real hard, and you have to – I already have most of them in my head, but I want you to think of your, think of your top three names for a, for a, a movie about motocross that you personally would pitch to – Paramount Pictures or Warner Brothers. You have to three Super three names. <laughs> <laughs> three names for a, this is like a full on movie. This isn't a riding movie. It's basically like a um. Uh, well, I actually have one written that we may need to talk about. Okay. Uh, and I don't know a name for it, but just for um, the sake of this show, it would be Ancient Motocross Aliens. Did I ever tell I re- you this story? I remember, I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> Ancient Motocross Aliens. I'm going to let that sink I mean, in for everybody. It's a hell of a name for a it's title. A good, All right, no, listen, number two, go. The, the story to behind that whole thing is an excellent story. Number two. Uh, I mean, simply extreme. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie just called Extreme about motocross. There was a snowboard movie called Extreme Days. Extreme Days. Yeah, see, but that's not extreme. No, not extreme. That would be something that Hollywood would pick. How about, exactly. They would love that. They would love it. You can't even deny it, that that movie would sell. (coughs) I'm thinking. You already had names. Let's hear one of yours. Okay. Uh, well, if I had to pick my, my first, like, film name about, about a movie, I would, I would already want it to be about Jimmy McGarth and Ronnie Mack, so it would have to be a comedy, and I think it would be funny to call it, uh, Radnecks. Radnecks, instead of, uh, Redneck. Yeah. That's good. That is pretty Pretty good. Pretty good. See, Pretty you catchy, already thought about this. You just threw me a curveball here. You already had these things going on. Oh, yeah, man. You wouldn't believe the ideas I got written down. Uh, believe me. Listen, you've been around me for long enough. I got ancient motocross aliens written down. The whole, the whole fucking movie's <laughs> written out somewhere. Dude, I have, like, the craziest ideas for, you know, just, like, specific scenes in movies that would be about motocross and I don't even think that they would be about motocross. They would just have to do with yeah, motocross motor, you know what I mean? Riders, yeah. Dude, it wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't be about it. No one really cares about it. No. I mean, that's almost like a Fresno smooth, right? Other than the contest and let Seth ride. Like, I think they work that stuff in just for it to actually be about motocross. Absolutely. Which actually, I heard that Adam Barker is making Fresno Smooth too. You heard that? Yeah, from Chuck, who's friends with Adam Barker and is working on getting. He, I don't know. I think he's going to have a part in it, 
but uh, Barker was like, no, listen, it's got to be like, this is going to be legit. You actually have to put effort into your acting role. And Chuck's like, all right, I'm in. I have a Facebook message on my phone about me and Adam Barker talking about Fresno Smooth 2. Yeah. He, uh, he said, well, this was probably about six or eight months ago. And uh, he said that he wasn't going to do one, but that uh, I said, what about a remake? And he was like, by all means, go for it. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't think that if I did a re- dude, we need to do. We need to do like Oklahoma smooth. Here's how I know my first movie is probably gonna go bad, or not get get uh like uh, a because good it's gonna be ancient cross aliens. No, that's not <laughs> how you guarantee a, a bad movie. That I feel like that would be kind of called classic. What's it, ancient motocross aliens? Well, it, okay, we can even call them ancient mushroom aliens. That, that gives it away. You can't have mushrooms involved in it. I could tell you the whole story. Do you remember the story? <laughs> I remember something about. I remember something about aliens being on Earth like the whole time or something. Was no, that it? No. Well, kind of. So this guy goes to a party. And, um, or so everybody goes to this local motocross track and this one guy that maybe not so bright, he goes to the track all the time and the cool kids finally invite him to go to a party in this field, in this field adjacent to the track. So he's, uh, he goes to the party and then he goes through the woods, like the, um, the, there's a, only a little bit of woods in between the, the uh, field that they're partying in and the track. So he walks into the woods to go take a piss, and he sees these lights going around the track. And he goes over there, and he hears them talking. And they were talking about they need the machine to turn up the soil to uh, uh, fertilize the pods. So... The pods are actually the uh, hay bales around the whole track, and the machines are all the guys on the motocross bike. So the pods are how they uh, grow and hatch the new aliens, and we're riding the machines around, fertilizing the pods, not knowingly we're helping the aliens grow their babies on Earth to take us over. That's right. But then at the end of the movie, he... uh, realizes that he just drank mushroom tea he wakes up in the morning in the field of the party and it, it, he finds a bottle of mushroom tea and he is just <laughs> <laughs> that's what it happened with a twist on the end there yeah you thought that it was really aliens that's some m night Shyamalan shit i don't even know what that means but i like it <laughs> <laughs> I may be about to lose you, dude. I got four percent on my phone. You're a joke. Almost Skype. an hour. Almost the, an hour. The Skype thing drains my battery. You don't have a uh, you don't have a USB plug on that fancy go kart of yours. No, sir. An hour is good, though. That's good a good amount. We we touched some good bases too. Yeah, we did talk the whole time, so that's a plus. Yeah. So we're just going to run it till she goes bad. That'll work. Does your screen have a little heart on the bottom? A little heart? Yeah. 
Do you, did you put me in as a favorite on Skype? I guess so. Do you so. love me? But that what happened? No, mine does not have a heart on it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, good. That's weird. Yeah, man, I uh, I definitely want to do a, um, a Ronnie Mack and Jimmy McGarth video, but I would want to do it where they get out of, like, like it's got to be a... a Them go to the I, city or something? No, they, they, so they grow up together, either, there's two, there's two different, there's, there's an idea I have where they, they grow up together as kids, and then they get separated, but then they meet back up in prison. Alright. Okay, but there's like a whole, that's like a, that's a really simplistic version of like what it is, and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to tell you the story before my phone dies. Okay. So... So, like, what it'll be is they, like, I have this scene lined out where maybe I could incorporate some of the militia guys or something like that just because that, I just, hear me out. It doesn't have to be militia guys, but just that kind of, uh, thing. So, anyway, we're, uh, we're, bros. we're, right, yeah, bros are kind of like, just like mischievous looking dudes. And, uh, Ronnie and Jimmy are like seven or eight years old. And they just, it's like this montage of them walking by the same, like, plot of land where it's fenced in they wash the riders through the fence they get trash thrown at them every time they go to school and every on the way back the riders are still there and they joke with them and they make fun of them well like one day they're like 17 or 18 and uh jimmy mcgarth or, or ronnie like hops the fence and they just grab a bike and they just go out there and like shred like crazy or whatever you know that would be like a, a scene I think would be a, a super great intro and then comes on the screen like Rednecks. There you go. <laughs> right? That's, that's at least your Instagram uh, thing. Dude, that would be Ad. the best Instagram plug. Oh, there he goes. All right. B Shipman's out. We'll get rid of that. I'll just go right to the logo. All that. Alright, B Shivan's out. There you go. Number 15. That's right, I didn't remember to do ads. Nobody's going to listen to these, but it's all good. Uh, go to motionpro.com. Sick ass tools. Pit boards, stuff like that. Um, go to uh, emotocons.mobi if you want cool motocross emojis for your iPhone. It's only for iPhone right now. Uh, and also two wheels to freedom.com you can get rhino power and uh, you can buy the trigger and you can watch all the videos of these podcasts find the audio also the podcasts are available on iTunes and most other podcast services so uh, check us out thank you for listening and we will be back next week. Happy 4th.